I'm testing the recording. Say something, Optimus. Uh, I am Optimus Prime, uh, and I just signed up for Amazon Prime. My oh, cousin. Amazon Prime is great. Is it? I just signed up for the trial month because I ordered some stuff. <laughs> Did you say it was your cousin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Optimus and Amazon Prime, their, their mothers were sisters. <laughs> I can't think of another thing that would end in Prime that would... USDA Prime Beef. <laughs> that could be it. Beef is a married name. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hyphenated? Oh, oh, it could be. Prime Beef. USDA Prime Beef. <laughs> <laughs> This is episode 15. Episode 15. Finally. Do we, have a, do we have a name for our show yet? We have to uh, come up with a name. I we, think we have to come up with a name. I, You know, we, we asked people like two months ago to suggest some names, and we had a lot of suggestions, and we never picked one. We didn't. We, Why we, didn't we pick one? Because we kind of dropped the ball on that, but that's our thing. We, did. we drop balls? We do. <laughs> 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 yes that's our thing we're very non-athletic we, we drop everything <laughs> i got a c in p.e in the eighth grade <laughs> how did you get a c i couldn't do layups <laughs> well i guess that would do it then you had an obnoxious p.e teacher then if, if yeah that was... we it was mrs strandy mrs strandy if you're listening i didn't appreciate that c uh, did you get good grades in p.e I, you know, I think it was a pass-fail thing. I, I don't think we got any grades. Oh, yeah, I got, I, it, was, I got grades. it was almost entirely attendance-based. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think any skill went into uh, oh. the ratings. Well, they were a lot more strict at our school. We should get to the show. We he, Here's what we should do. I, I think that we should say, well, for next week we're going to be in person with each other. Is that the right way to say that? <laughs> no, we're going to be in person with all of you. We're going to come to each of your houses, and we're going to do the show live for you in your living room. Yeah, I don't think they would like that. Uh, I don't know. I think that some of them would. I think we only have two listeners, and I think they would both be uh, amenable to that. We'll just show uh, up. No, um, next week we are going to be doing the show face-to-face -face again for the first time in a month. I get back to New York next week, yes. and uh, we'll be able to finally be in the same room. Which right. It, it might be good. It might not be good. Might, we, we can't really tell at this point. And I think that we should officially name the podcast next week. I think it's not celebration this... of that. All right. Well, I, okay. I do want to say, though, that right now in my mind, I have two frontrunner uh, names. I, I've been revisiting our old episodes where we talked about the name options that were out there. And what were and, they? Well, my two front runner, uh, front front runners, front runners. Uh, not the dentist uh, had sent us a whole list of names, many of which were quite good. Uh, and I think that Cross Nerds was my favorite from his list. Okay. And uh, also, the uh, my friend Amanda, who um, is apparently not going to be the vowel ma <laughs> vowel maven. Wait, uh, we should, I should I should mention that because you came up with that vowel maven business. <laughs> And as soon as you said it, I said, she's not going to like that because she's going to think it sounds like bowel movement. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> on a co she left a comment on the podcast saying, that sounds too much like bowel movement. You were absolutely right. Did you do a victory lap? <laughs> now, now, 
Why? Why? Why does it sound like bowel movement? Well, I, mean, I mean, I know vowel and bowel rhyme, but yeah. Maven doesn't sound like movement. It starts with an no, M. The first syllable of it is it has an M and a V. Mave and move. So there's a similarity there, and it's not that I, I'm not even so sure it sounds so much like it as when you're saying it, you feel like you might be saying the same thing. <laughs> Just sort of like feel that in your head while you're saying the words. When you say vowel maven, it's sort of the same uh, physical motions as saying vowel. Anyway, she doesn't like that nickname. <laughs> but that's a that's a big tangent from the fact that I, I really liked one of the names that Amanda had come up with for our show, which was Fill Me In. Fill Me I, In. I, so... I really like because it, 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 it's first of all, it's perfect because it's crosswords. So that's what you do. You fill in the squares. Right. And also right. it's good because you and I are, are really quite clueless about most things. Uh -huh. So it's sort of a, a plea for help, which is, I think, what we do. Uh, so I, I agree. So okay. it's good. It's down to cross nerds or fill me in. Or something that one of you suggests over the course of this next week. Exactly. Feel free to email us at rbxblog at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, but right now those are like our two front runner candidates. Right, and I think we will officially name it. I think we just we just need to uh, next week. And I think traditionally shows are named on the sixteenth episode. Now there's another subject I wanted to cover early on in this episode here. Certainly before we end the episode, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is to um, I want to talk about uh, what distinguishes you and me. From yes. other crossword solvers in the world. Distinguish away. Uh, so I was talking to my father, who we know fondly as XOP. I was talking to my father about the crossword world and uh, the tournament and the, that you have to time yourself to do it. And that's how you score your puzzles at the tournament. And that from doing this, you got me hooked on it. And then right. we started this blog and we started this podcast. And... and he thinks I'm a complete nerd, which is absolutely true. Right. Uh, but he also, I tried to tell, you know, I was showing him one of the other blogs that's out there, I think, like Orange's blog. And, and I said, but these other people who are doing this, like Orange and Rex Parker and Jim H., these, these people are like geniuses. Yes. They are experts at this. They know everything. They are like Howard Barkin, knower of all things. Uh-huh. And, and, and they can do a, a, a Saturday stumper of a puzzle in like two and a half seconds. And you and I can't do that. We're, I said to my dad, I said, because we're normal. And he said, no, you are far from normal. <laughs> but true. we are not of the echelon of like Orange and Jim H and Rex Parker because we, we, we are more like the common folk of right. crossword right. solvers, don't uh, you think? Definitely. I, I would I think like, so. We're not even close I, to those other people. Not at all. No. They literally well, can do a Saturday puzzle in about two minutes faster than I can do a Monday. That's true. Yes. That is true. They, I mean, and that they can even do a Saturday puzzle just in one sitting. That's also, yeah, that's also an indication. I mean, I think that there's like a top percentage of people who are amazing like that who can do it. And I, I'm certainly not anywhere near there, and I will never be anywhere near there. But I do think that what we offer is a common folk attitude toward the crosswords. We're very folksy. We're uh, a liaison, I think. Between the the people who aren't all that great at crossword puzzles and the people who are very good at crossword puzzles, we're kind of a middleman. We are kind of a middleman, and and I'd like to think that 
because I read like Orange's blog and things like that. And I wonder who is that geared to? Like, who is her demographic? Is it crossword experts? Is it like people who are really good at it? Or is it people who are looking up answers on Google? Like how, what, what is her demographic? I wonder. Uh, well, I, I I wonder too. I mean, I I enjoyed her blog, yeah, uh, just because it was impressive and because she's got a really good insight on words and crosswords and whatnot. Absolutely. It, it also is a little. It's intimidating to a certain it extent. It is. I'm very intimidated. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm. In fact, there's a little bit of me that's scared to go to the next crossword puzzle tournament because, like, we've now been communicating with some of these people, and right? Uh, you know, we trade messages and we post on each other's blogs and forums and Facebook friends and whatnot. And, right. Uh, right. What if we see them face to face at the tournament next year? Well, we will, and we're not still not going to be as smart as they are. <laughs> no, we're not at all going to be as smarter as they are. And but I'm going to be scared to talk to them. What am I going to say? Oh, hi, I'm that stupid guy who posts on your blog. <laughs> That's what like, I was going to say. <clears throat> in the world of most of the people I know. I'm good at word games and puzzles. In the world of the ACPT, I would I, I I'm the 564th best person. But that was only that was your rookie uh, appearance. Oh, and what a rookie appearance it was! <laughs> Whatever, Dan Fair, winner of the C division, was a rookie last year as well. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, and what did he do? What did he do? He, I think he won the C division. I think he did win the C division. <laughs> if memory that. serves. I think talking about Dan Fair, though, could be uh, a good uh, segue into viewer mail. It could be. Because uh, could you sing the viewer mail song for us? Am I singing viewer mail classic or viewer mail 2.0? Or, I think viewer mail, viewer mail classic, and we'll get to why a little bit later. All right. Viewer mail classic, please. Viewer mail. Opening it up. Excellent. So our first viewer mail comes from Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. It does? Uh, yeah, it does. Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, sent us a link to a video of him solving on a cross light a Monday puzzle in, mm. I believe it was one minute and 44 seconds. It was very impressive. Here's his message. It says, what up Motown? Nah, it doesn't work. <laughs> and then the link to the video. And, and he does bring up a point from last week's episode, which is what I believe to be true that Motown is a lousy nickname for the two of us. I think that uh, universally the whole Motown idea was despised. I think it was. The universe consists almost exclusively of Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, and not the dentist. Um, uh, I think there was somebody... Oh, I don't think... I think Amanda didn't like it either. Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town, did not like it either. He says oh. it's a little weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. It's a lot weird. But let's talk about Dan Fayer's prowess here. Uh, one minute and 44 seconds. Can you believe that? That's amazing. We're, we're going to post that video to the blog this week. Okay. But Dan Fayer, winner of the C Division, I really hope that you next year we can call you winner of the B Division or winner of the A Division. Uh, I've said it before. Just... I think he can challenge Tyler. Oh, I absolutely think he can challenge Tyler. I think, I think Dan Fayer is likely to finish in the top – he finished, what, I think, 50th overall at this past year's tournament. He's definitely uh, going to move up. He could be a top five finisher easily. Definitely. Uh, we also got uh, viewer mail from Not the Dentist, who hated Motown. But more of his email, he does say, I like the old viewer mail song. And that's why I wanted you to sing viewer oh, that's mail. Right. I was just trying to change it up. I thought it might be, you know, a little uh, bit of a change. You understand the viewer mail song has only been around for like six episodes. I, I do understand that, but I thought, you know, 
it might be nice to to reboot it a little bit. No, I don't think so. I think you can only do that sort of thing like once a year or after 200 episodes or something like that. All right. So after 200 episodes, can I change the song? Yes. Also, he starts his email with, to whom it may concern. Yeah. Do you remember like several weeks ago, Uh the dentist emailed us and it started off with gentlemen? Yes. And a little after that, not the dentist emailed us and it started off with boys. (laughs) And here, not the dentist now with to whom it may concern. It's like our fans are becoming more and more estranged from us. I don't know why. I feel like we, we are endearing people. We we are we embrace our fans, all three of them. <laughs> I embrace not the dentist every time I see him. Yes. He says, in Queens, we hug each other. It's friendly. W- w- he said that? I think one time, one time I ran into him and I went to like shake his hand because I wasn't sure like how friendly we were yet or something. It was early when I first got to know him. And I went to shake his hand and he put out his arms and said, in Queens, we hug. <laughs> I could totally see him saying that. So now I do find Not the Dentist adorable in spite of the fact that his emails make him come across as a as a very, very sinister or not sinister very uh serious <laughs> serious was the word i was looking for he's not at all sinister. no he's not at all he's sinister yeah, he's, he's, he, he in all honesty is actually one of the nicest people i've ever met in my entire life he's incredibly nice yes. and awfully smart and just a little uh, sinister all right well we have the, this last viewer mail that just came in uh, like a half an hour ago yeah, we had a viewer mail that arrived as we started to put on the show. And this viewer mail comes from a new viewer, a, a new, new fan. New fan. Who, according to the email. Can, can uh, you I, can you do a little new fan fanfare? A little new fan fa- I think you need to do a little no, new No, no, fan- no. You do one piece of music on this show. No, I don't. It's part of our, that's part of our thing. You uh, you do the fanfare. Ba-ba-da-ba! That's good. It sounds a little like the Monty Python fanfares. From, I thought that uh, sa- no, to me that sounded like uh, the Imperial Butter fanfare. The Imperial Butter. Remember that butter, that butter where somebody would eat it and then. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, you know it's that butter where you, as soon as you eat it, it would go ba ba ba, and the next time you saw the guy, he was wearing like this fancy crown. Seriously, you've never seen that butter commercial? <laughs> Seriously, I have not. Oh my God, it was a big part of my childhood. Give us the fanfare one more time. Bum, ba, da, ba. Good. Uh, our new viewer mail comes from somebody who it seems wants to be called Agent Little Zooty. That uh, now it seems like it's a it's a self applied nickname. Well, that, that'll work. Okay, so uh, Agent Little Zooty writes us and says. Uh, I am fully caught up on your podcast. I've listened to all 14 episodes in about a week. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that is and exhausting. Then, and, and then Agent Little Zooty goes on to list, uh, yeah, likes and dislikes. a dating service. Right. <laughs> so under likes, my parents are listed there and my podcast music. Well, well, not yet. Your podcast music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's collectively your. Maybe it's your singing as well, well as the thing that I wrote. Well, she she writes she she writes your podcast music, meaning your podcast music, not her podcast music. I think what she means is the music from our podcast. I believe that's what she means. I don't I over- think she means. I-, I don't think she means the ten thousand songs I keep on my own iPod. <laughs> Did I overcomplicate that? Yes. Okay. Then she also goes on to list her dislikes, which include. <laughs> Tourists out <laughs> chewing and not knowing who the dentist is. So, 
so <laughs> two out of the three of those dislikes have nothing to do <laughs> with our show. But I agree with you wholeheartedly, Agent Little Zuni. Uh, I also can't stand tourists or loud chewing. They are both horrible, horrible things. And I also like your parents very much. My parents. Whose yes. parents? Your I like parents. somebody's parents a lot. Yes. Uh, I uh, does she has she never met the dentist? I well, she, Agent Little Zuni knows everybody, as far as I'm well, concerned. She does. And here here is part of the proof of that on uh, on the Facebook. Yes. On the Facebook, she has like 700 friends. Well. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'm looking at Facebook right now. I have a friend request. Oh, really? From Brendan Emmett Quigley. Oh, really? Who you may remember designed a puzzle this past week. He uh, did. The Saturday, maybe. He did, do, he did do Saturdays. Well, after Saturday's puzzle, I found him on Facebook, and I wrote him a little note just to say, I liked your puzzle. It was very difficult, but thank you. It was wonderful. And now I have a friend request. Oh, wow. I'm going to confirm it. I'm now Brendan Emmett Quigley's friend on Facebook. Oh, i got to get on. So should we get to the week in puzzles? All right. Well, let's move quickly through them. Do you need to close up the mailbag? Viewer mail. Closing it up. Wonderful. Uh, The first puzzle of the week was on Monday, June 9th. I'd like to also point out that Monday, June 9th was my birthday. It was. Uh, Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. It was my birthday on Monday. 47 years young. I turned 35. And uh, it was great. I'm still up in Maine, but my wife was visiting me over the long weekend. And uh, so I got to spend that time with her, which was just fantastic. And even better that, well, no, not better than my wife visiting me, but better than it being my birthday is the fact that uh, it is now also my nephew's birthday. I had a nephew born on Monday, June 9th. My sister has just adopted a baby who was born on Monday. Oh, that's right. I got a picture of, of, of him or her. Solomon. Solomon, it's a him, Solomon Joseph. So Monday's puzzle was designed by Paula Gamache, who is a, a puzzle designing genius. What were I don't even know what the theme was. I can't figure it out. It's, a, it's a trap. Down. It's a trap. Down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, warning cry. It's a trap. And then they were all kinds of traps. So we had a tourist map, a tourist trap. We had a sand castle, which is a sand trap. Uh, speed demon, a speed trap, and a booby prize is a booby trap. And, uh, yeah, so I have encountered some of those. I've certainly fallen into tourist traps, um, speed traps, and booby traps. We mentioned it last week, but uh, Joe Torre, the Dodgers manager, was mentioned in the puzzle. Yep. And they did not play. Uh, Since I've been keeping track and they've been mentioned on a day that they don't play, they Uh have now lost the next five games in a row. So you're better off when they're mentioned on days they do play, I think. I think I am. Yeah. None of the members of my favorite baseball team, the Boston Red Sox, appear in the puzzle ever. I th- I I would say that it might be the Giants. The Giants might be uh mentioned more just because of Mel Ott. Yeah, Mel Ott does get a lot of mention. But besides that, I think the Dodgers are mentioned more than any other baseball team. By what? the way, when so, when a team is on a five a five game winning or losing streak and then the announcer says they are trying to extend their five-game winning streak. Is that correct? I don't know. Because you can't Maybe really ex- try- you can't <laughs> extend a five-game winning streak. A five-game winning streak is a five-game winning streak. Well, I guess they're trying to extend it from five games into six games. Right, but that's just extending the winning streak. What about if you were on a vacation for a week and you wanted to extend your vacation? Could you say you're extending your week-long vacation to ten days? Where am I going? 
any place you like. Really? Sure, Ireland. Oh, I, I definitely need 10 days in Ireland. Saskatchewan. Uh, that I could do about five. Bali. Bali? Yeah. Week and a half. Bollywood. I don't think Bollywood think... is actually a place. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it would I be am. cool if it was a place, though. It would be. If it, if it looked just like Hollywood, but it was completely Indian. <laughs> it, maybe it does. I mean, I've never been to India, although uh, I've seen it on I, The Amazing I, Race. You and I should maybe be on The Amazing Race. You have suggested this before on a podcast. I Have I really? Yes, you have. And are you still not into it? I am still not into it. What would we do? We could race people in crossword puzzles. We could, but if we were on The Amazing Race, we could race around the world and jump out of planes and stuff. Oh my god, I could never jump out of a plane. I don't know if I could either, but I'd like to try. <laughs> I'd like it if you would try. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a podcast while jumping out of a plane. That would be a very short one, and we'd never have time to upload it. <laughs> we'd have to figure out a way to do it live and be broadcast <laughs> to someone else. We would. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to Tuesday? Yes, we definitely should. Um, Tuesday Barry was C. The... Silk. Yes. Uh, Tuesday, I should point out, Tuesday, June 10th, was no longer my birthday. <clears throat> this confused me because the theme <laughs> was hidden costs. Yes. Surprise for buyers are what 1828 and 43 across contain, hidden costs. And I did not yes. realize that the word cost was hidden in all three theme answers. I what thought they meant cost as in cost, like the idea of, a, of cost. Explain to me the idea of cost. Well, I just thought that, well, one of the theme answers was Delmonico's steak. So yeah. I was trying to think of, well, what are the hidden costs in a Delmonico steak? And I couldn't I think know. of what it was. <laughs> and I didn't understand it. Was that an interesting story? No. <laughs> I was looking for the hidden joy within the story. <laughs> I that, could not find it. That was not a, a very good story, but I was confused. Yeah. Can I just say that? You certainly can. I like this. It, it had a. It, it was good. I like this puzzle. It had a lot of the letter O. There was a lot of the letter O in this puzzle. Do you like the letter O? That's oh, nah, not my favorite letter. Well, I'm looking up at the grid, like in the top center section. Look yes. at all those O's. There's like like five of them in a little Tetris-shaped blob there, right up in the middle. Oh, wait, I had already moved on. Oh, yeah, look at oh. that. Yeah, and then there's like four more up in the top left corner. And then in the bottom center, there are three all connected. There's just a lot of O's. There are a lot of O's. Um, if we're going to move on, let's do it. This is Wednesday, June 11th by Daniel Cantor. Daniel Cantor. Yeah, Daniel Cantor's puzzle here. I don't even remember doing this. No. Did I do this? Oh. Either do I. Uh, this was uh, liability. Oh, I get it. It's a pun. 62 across was lie-ability, like the ability to tell a lie. Right, L-I-E. The other long answers were, were sort of cliche excuses for things. I didn't do it, won't hurt a bit, just what I wanted, it's in the mail. Now this this also, I have to shout out to uh, Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town, who this had the, the answer of Rosie Greer, the, oh, yes. the football player, and yep. I was convinced that Rosie Greer was in a bounty paper towel commercial when I was a kid. It turns out he was. He found it who was on YouTube. The Rosie? Who was like, I thought there was some old lady named Rosie. No, who there is an old lady. She was the spokesman for bounty paper towels, but then they had the Battle of the Rosies in one commercial, and she 
had bounty paper oh. towels, and Rosie Greer had something called big towels, and her her paper towels out soaked his. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still on? Yes, oh, thank God the mic is still on. We got that story. Well, Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town, is he has a steel trap of a mind for remembering puzzles and grids and things like that. It's it's really amazing. He is very smart as well. Incredibly smart. And, uh, and I did meet him last year at the tournament, so I'm going to meet him again this coming year, and I will be less intimidated than I would be meeting... Uh, some other people, because there's already some road paved. It turns out that most of our viewers, readers, commenters, and emailers are all smarter than we are. That's true. Yeah. And it's weird, since we believe we are the blog and podcast to the common man, uh-huh. that it's all the not-so-common you know, intellectual elite that talk to us. Maybe we're not as common as we think we are. I use an idea for a product, uh, a blanket, a baby blanket... That has test answers on it that you put in a crib. Are, are, are you serious? Or am I doing the same show? Where did this come from? No, and then you could call it a crib sheet. Oh my God. Is that oh good? Uh, I don't want this to be edited out. This is a genius uh, idea. No, it's. I'll, I'll leave it in just for you, including my groaning response. Here we go. Hold on. Three, two, one. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Thursday, June 12th, Alex Boisvois. What? <laughs> I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's, uh, it looks French to me. Boisvert. <laughs> that sounds so much better. <laughs> it's not, so it's, you're, what you're telling me is it's not Boisvois? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Boisvert. But listen, Alex, if you're listening to our show, send us an email at rbxblog at gmail.com. With the phonetic pronunciation. M- yeah, include an MP3 of you saying your own name. This is a Groucho Marx theme. Yes, you love Groucho Marx. I love Groucho Marx. I grew yes. up watching Animal Crackers and Duck Soup over and over and over again. Yeah? There, I think there... I grew up eating Animal Crackers. That sounds delicious. I'm getting hungry. 33 Wait, across, oh. a-hole. What? <laughs> 33 across, like a, like blank in the head, a-hole. That, that passes the Sunday morning breakfast test? I guess so. Wow. Friday the 13th, Patrick Ooh. Berry. Oh, I, I know Google. Oh, I, this is, I had a record time. I know Google this in 27 minutes and five seconds. Yeah, you were brilliant. Why don't you talk about it? Well, it started out well because one across was Shakespeare's Sir Toby Blank, which I... Yep. Which is a total gimme for me. So that was Belch, but this had had uh, three fifteen-letter answers in the middle stacked right on top of each other. Yeah. Tailgate parties. I'll take you there. And relative clauses. Very cool. Very very. That was a fantastic clue. The clue was they have people eating in a lot. Well, at least that's how I thought it said. They have people eating in a lot. Wait, where where are we? Where are we? Thirty-two across. Tailgate parties. Oh, yes. I know of you've course, already said you that. Of course, what you should say it is they have people eating in a lot. Right. Because lot right. is a noun. Yes. Tailgate parties, you have a you know barbecue in the parking lot. Right. But we I, all thought that I, I, lot was an adjective for how many times somebody eats inside. 
Yes. And so I was way off the mark on this for a long time. Great clue. I don't know if it was Patrick Berry's clue or Will Shorts's clue, but it was a great clue nonetheless. It was a great clue. Very, very clever. Lots of good stuff in here. Uh, crepe paper. That was pinata uh, material. I seem to remember you not understanding what relative clauses were. I put in the blog that I'm not entirely sure what this clue, which has to do with the English language, means. Well, you say that like I understand what you mean. Um, you put in the blog? You have a blog? <laughs> <laughs> Every week you're surprised that we have a blog. No, no, no. I'm not surprised that I have a blog. I, I know I have a blog. Where's your blog? Uh, I think it's at crosswords.ryanfacestheworld.com. All those entries by Ryan, that's you? That's me. I've been deleting those. I thought they were spam. <laughs> oh, I fixed the spam. Yeah, I noticed that. Now we don't get as much. It's wonderful. We have gotten this the spam comments, these these <laughs> pornography comments, and then so you get the spam, you get the thing and it says great porn sites, and then there's a list of like five hundred sites and it's all alphabetical. Yeah, how far along through the list are you? I'm about thirty five percent through. <laughs> I have a long night tonight, so... Oh, boy. I just think it's so weird that somehow, somewhere, someone thinks that spamming our blog is going to promote their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, how does that work? I don't how know. How does that affect any business at all? Uh, I don't know, but Saturday, Brendan Emmett Quigley, June Oh, my 14th, new Facebook friend. Your new, new Facebook, Facebook friend, friend and our old crossword nemesis. These are This was incredibly difficult. Wow, it, but it was it was very smart. It was it, smart stuff. It was a wonderful grid. It but... was. There was there were four ten letters stacked, both in the top left and the bottom right. Uh huh. And there were similar but not quite identical stacks in the bottom left and top right that went up and down that were two clues of tens, a nine and an eight. Yes. Just just full of layered, thick answers. Just fantastic. Yeah, I got the bottom right all by myself. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but that was pretty much it. I got most of this eventually, uh, but I needed a lot of help. This was very, very difficult. Yeah. And it had uh, truthiness. It did have truthiness, which I was embarrassed not to know that one right off the bat. Yeah. Do you think Colbert is going to mention that on the show? I don't know. Uh, you should watch his show this week and find out. I can't watch it. I have no television. I, I will. You, you can watch it on the internet. This was a, a great uh, truthiness, has a shot at ameliorate Das Kapital. That's just... That, that totally stumped me. I, You know, I saw the clue, and it just was a bunch of German, and I didn't know what it was. I had no clue. I figured it was German. Well, I knew it was German, but they said that, like, the subtitle to some book was this phrase in German. I don't know any German books except for, like, you know, Mein Kampf, and it wasn't that. <laughs> I thought of Mein Kampf, too. Yeah, that's the only German book I know. <laughs> By myself, company that bought Applebee's in 2007. No, IHOP. I didn't get Did that. Did you know either. that? No, I had no idea. I love IHOP. We just I ate at IHOP right before you left town. Absolutely, and uh, I've not eaten at an IHOP since, though I do think about it from time to time. I've just tried their new cornmeal pancakes. Yeah? Delicious. Better than their really? originals. Sunday, June 15th. Did you get oh. the memo? Uh, I did get the memo. By uh, Jeremy Newton, who I think this is his first published crossword puzzle. Yeah, this is his debut. His first New York Times uh, puzzle. It was, um, it was very, I thought it was quite clever. I, I mean, I think both of us got the theme early on. Yeah. Where all the, the theme answers started with R-E. 
Uh, but it was still very clever. Well, I let's clarify the theme. It wasn't just that they started with RE. It's that they took a an already existing term yes. and added RE to the beginning of it, sort of in the style of an office memo where you know something is regarding blah, blah, blah. And by adding RE, you get a new meaning to the term. Yes. Okay. You, you described that much better than I did. Well, I actually described it. So I, that's, what, <laughs> no, I described it. No, all you said was the theme answers started with RE. You How is that really not describing why. it? You didn't explain why they started with RE. But I described, what the, I described what the theme was. No, not really. The theme is the, the concept and the, the... But no, but the I described it. The, 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 just looking at it, the theme is all the theme answers start with RE. That is describing it. That is a, a, in a manner describing it. Sure. I've just, I just complimented you by saying you described it better. Well, I did describe it better. Well, I'm not arguing that, but I don't. I I think <laughs> that I did describe. I think I did describe it. I just didn't describe it as well. I don't think you described it much at all. But I'm not saying it was much at all, but I did describe it. It was described. Minimally described. But it was it was described. Your entire description consisted of the existence of two letters. But that's a description. But it's, it's not a, a very good description. description. But it's not a good description. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I gave you a compliment saying you described it better, but I described it. You're going to give yourself a heart attack. Well, I don't, I don't know why you won't just admit that I described it. I, I said you described it badly. No, but you said I didn't describe it at all. No, no, no. Well, you didn't, really. You, no, you... But, but I did. <laughs> it was described by me poorly, but yet it was still described. How? What are you this desperate for my approval here? What's going on? <laughs> I just don't want people to think that I didn't describe it. Well, well people heard what you did and what I did. We'll and that was a description, that. and we'll your description the... was better. Kudos. Let's leave it. Let's leave it to the people to figure out whether you described the puzzle or not. <laughs> Speaking of the theme. This has um, uh, Amanda's new, our, 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 the former vowel maven, and has her new nickname. Yes, it does. It's going to, going to be, uh, <laughs> are we just using her first name? What? Are we just using her first name? <laughs> her new nickname, Verse Engineer. Verse Engineer? Verse Engineer. That's so from the that's puzzle. Actually- that's She's from, just going to be Amanda verse engineer. Well, I think there needs to be a description of the verse engineer. Like it can't. I thought of extraordinaire, but that's already Mike Nothnagel. Something yes, that means extraordinaire. Uh, unparalleled. Unparalleled uh, verse engineer. The unparalleled reverse engineer. Okay, Amanda oh, the unparalleled. Not, not reverse. Not it's reverse, reverse right? engineer. Verse engineer. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> the unparalleled verse engineer. Yes. All right. So I know Google this Sunday. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> it was a it was a fun puzzle. I like this theme. This is good. I thought it was a good week. It was a fun week. I thought all the puzzles were fun this week. Yeah, I wasn't able to blog about all of them because I've just been so busy with work. But you but, blogged about uh, half. Uh, I'm I, yeah, I blogged the last few days now. Yeah. so it's, it's good. Oh, and it's you good. also ate a ho hos. I did, and they're on the and they're on the blog There's now. There's finally uh, a picture of you eating an item from the puzzles. In fact, I'm eating two items from the puzzles because I'm also drinking a beverage from Burger King. Uh-huh. So, yes, I actually had about 12 pictures. I was going to do a whole 
like journey through the ho-hos. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I have pictures of me like cutting them up with a knife and fork and cleaning the plate and all of this, but <laughs> I decided just to go with the three. They're, well, they're very good. It's a, it's a good, it's a good triptych of photos. It is, in fact, a good triptych of photos. Like that? We should probably end. I really think we should. This has been over an hour, and it's my turn to edit. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, we're, I think we're done. To next week, back in person, the same room, the same studio. Yes. Uh, we will be doing it then. <laughs> All right, next week, then. Next week in Queens. Next year in Jerusalem. Right. Diana. <laughs>